Uncaged. Uncaged. A show celebrating thought leadership from today's top business leaders. The program provides a voice to amazing executives from around the globe who are shaping the world of business today and mapping the path to the world of commerce tomorrow. And now, please welcome our host, Bant Breen, as we begin another Uncaged episode. Today, we're speaking with Karen Rantz. Hey, Karen, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm very, very well. Karen, I'm excited to talk to you. Uh, certainly, this is a topic that has impacted my, my life with my kids. Karen is the head of a medical affairs in North America for ALK. ALK is a global pharmaceutical company. She is formally trained as an allergy, asthma, and immunology specialist. And uh, we'll talk all about those topics and the work that ALK is doing. But before we do that, tell us a little bit about yourself and your career. Well, thank you for uh, the opportunity just to talk with you today. Uh, my background uh, is uh, primarily seeing patients. I uh, um, as graduated college as a nurse and then uh, got my master's uh, formally trained then as a nurse practitioner and have always been involved in the allergy asthma um, space. Uh, so uh, my early years was in a primary care setting where I focused on uh, asthma and allergies and then, um, and then into a specialty practice. But you know, one um, aspect that as I uh, practiced and saw patients for 20 years is I very, uh, was very keen on partnering with pharmaceutical companies because I really believe that the best outcome for patients was when the um, pharmaceutical industry and the healthcare providers strategized shared resources and really um, enabled the patient to make the best choices. So uh, in, while I was in those years seeing patients, I um, was a, uh, on the board of directors for the asthma, certified asthma educators. So that was an organization where we uh, created and um, uh, kept the accounting of those that educated on asthma throughout the American healthcare space. And, um, and also uh, with the National Association of Nurse Practitioners, I uh, created the first uh, allergy and asthma special interest group. So allergies and asthma has always been my uh, wheelhouse, so to speak. And so um, after seeing patients and realizing I still had an itch to paint the landscape with a broader brush, I uh, stepped into the uh, stepped into the industry world. So first uh, as a uh, medical science liaison um, for a short bit and then in my role here at ALK. That's great. And I know that ALK is doing some extraordinary work. Tell me a little bit more about being a head of medical affairs. What does that mean? Well, so for your listeners who may not be familiar with medical affairs, we can start there. So medical mm -hmm. affairs is essentially the face of uh, biopharmaceutical industry. And um, by that, I mean that um, medical affairs professionals are responsible for educating uh, both internally and externally uh, on the medical science available. Um, and uh, also in, involved, they are involved in uh, the generation of science uh, and then helping translate that to, uh, to clinicians. 
They also uh, collect and we report insights internally. And, and I think one of the most important roles that medical affairs has is that we are the role of the, the voice of the patient, I should say, to our internal colleagues. Um, it's, you know, it's an exciting time to be in medical affairs. I really see that um, the, this continued transformation, which started before the pandemic, but certainly has escalated since then. And this transformation is establishing medical affairs as the third pillar in the biopharmaceutical industry alongside of research and development and commercial. So traditionally decades past, medical affairs has been, if I dare say limited to, but has been in a role that's been very supportive. And with the transformation of, of the digitization of healthcare, of data, of science, it's really medical affairs that are the natural owners of that, uh, of that of the scientific data really across the lifespan of the, you know, of the uh, products in the pharmaceutical industry. So I think that all comes together uh, in, you know, really, uh, again, exciting times, challenging times, but uh, there's, there's a lot of new you know, that we're experiencing in medical affairs where those who have, may have started their career 20 years ago, you know, didn't, um, didn't have the pleasure of uh, enjoying. But I tell you, Van, uh, one interesting um, uh, tidbit of info that I was recently reading is um, speaking of the data generation and, and how fast it is going is that there's, um, the estimates suggest that there's 2.5 quintillion databytes uh, generated daily uh, of information. So quintillion, I had to look it up, you might be better than I am, uh, 18 zeros, okay? So, you know, you take that and you realize, you know, how can patients possibly keep up with everything or even, you know, physicians, you know, busy, you know, heads down, seeing patients every day. So I think this is, again, a key role for medical affairs to play to really um, help translate that um, and, you know, be, uh, you know, really be, you know, that voice in, in the number. You know, of it's interesting. I think also, Karen, for the space that you focus on really where ALK plays in that allergy, asthma space, so critical medical affairs, because certainly that data not only is a quintillion data points, but also it shifts over time, right? So it's really, really important. So tell us a little bit about, you know, you've worked in this area for a long, long time. And tell us a little bit about how you've seen things shift and what are the big trends right now? Yes, I, I the biggest shift, and I think we owe this to the pandemic, which we've all lived through, is uh, that never before in our lifetime, within the healthcare space. So I saw patients 20 years, now I'm in industry. Um, have we, you know, has there been the top news story globally in the United States and globally that is, is about a health related topic, i.e. COVID. So I think what this has done um, over the last several years is it, it, it has empowered the patients. Patients are looking at, okay, what should I know? And, and even, you know, they will hear, news reports or not news reports or this data, you know, where can they get their information? So in that way, uh, that shift has been very decisive and the patient's voice 
is more pronounced than it ever has been. And I dare say I couldn't be more pleased because I really think that this is where, you know, the value incentives are, is, is empowering, empowering the patient. But we do see that, um, that acceleration and, you know, we brought it into our realm, um, you know, with the allergy and, and asthma space and trying to make sure um, that, you know, the patients are equipped. Now, medical affairs by regulation can't directly talk to patients, but we do work with patient organizations and advocacy groups. Um, uh, my commercial colleagues in marketing can do direct to consumer uh, campaigns, but all of this has heightened importance uh, because of you really what we've lived through. I think the other shift I've seen that is um, how physicians are receiving, you know, their scientific, you know, the education, the messaging, the, um, the data from medical affairs. So before pandemic, uh, my team largely, you know, was on the road traveling. And then of course, much like everyone, um, you know, went to Zoom uh, during the pandemic. And, um, but what we have found is the, the virtual space to educate physicians is here to stay. And again, I think it's, 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 an, added, it's an added plus. So for example, where we would, Get, um, at a restaurant, try to get several positions together to have a scientific exchange, a conversation. We now can send Uber Eats uh, coupons, you know, to their home. Everyone is still joining for dinner. It meets all compliance standards, having a scientific discussion. But it also helps, you know, that work-life balance that um, physicians, you know, uh, just like yeah. are always striving for. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing to see. It's been challenging, certainly, over the last couple of years to see how the pandemic has forced us all to shift the way we live and work. You know, tell us a little bit more, I think, on that topic. It sounds like you guys have been able to employ technology to do your work. How has it shifted maybe some of the challenges and maybe even opportunities that it's presented? Yes, it definitely has shifted opportunities. And um, when we first started, uh, so the um, late summer of 2020, so initially, you know, even the physicians, they had closed their offices. We used that time for a deep dive and just did a lot of internal training. And um, we got very savvy on uh, doing virtual presentations. But then we emerged um, late July with... Um, initially just a round table, virtual round table model and um, what we call affinity groups. And so we would have um, women in allergy, you know, invite um, uh, female physicians in the Chicago area because everyone was suffering a bit from isolation, right? And um, yet, you know, trying to empower them and, and encourage them just a, a dialogue of how are they doing what they're doing? So we would send the, you know, the Uber Eats uh, coupon uh, out. And um, because we wanted to keep the model that they were familiar with in as much that typically, you know, when they, when medical affairs engage physician, it's around a meal. And so, um, but what we saw was um, uh, benefits and value beyond our expectations. So they were, the programs were very popular. We continued um, throughout 2020, 21, we're still doing them now. And it has become a mainstay, you know, again, because I think the, the digital transformation is, is changing also how physicians are 
um, are preferring to be educated. Um, now, Karen, uh, you know, I looked at your background. I mean, I completely get, you know, all the work that you guys have to do with physicians, but I saw that you actually have a lot of background with nursing. And I look at the world right now and, you know, what we read in the media, there's nursing shortages, there's nursing challenges. Do you guys interact with that community? Or, we do. We do yeah. in the clinical setting. So in an, um, in an allergy office, because uh, certainly allergy is, is our bailiwick, um, we will engage with um, the uh, nursing, the support services, you know, because they're often the, you know, the, the backbone of the office. And I think that not only are we seeing these um, nursing shortages nationwide throughout the hospital systems, but even talking to, um, to physicians, to nurse practitioners who are leading their offices that it, it has trickled down and affecting um, even the, um, uh, you know, at the clinic setting as well. And it's, you know, it's, it's a difficult time for everyone without a doubt. Yeah, I can see everyone's trying to use resources as efficiently as possible as we kind of shape for the near future. And that kind of like drives my next question, which is, you know, here we find ourselves now in 2022 and hopefully... And I'd probably knock on wood somewhere here, Karen. We have the worst of the pandemic behind us. But how are you guys shaping and seeing the next year or so? Well, what we're looking at is, um, I, I think one of the biggest challenges we have in looking forward is understanding the totality of the patient journey. Because the lives, your life, my life, our lives as patients, and then the patients that, you know, our customers and physicians um, see, you know, has changed so drastically. So you, you take on top of that, that, you know, what is that patient journey? You know, we're very focused on, you know, teaching about adherence of treatment, adherence of medication, which is quite dismal across the spectrum. So, uh, so we're um, understanding that patient journey and the totality of what the patient struggles with we um, seek to understand that and then seek to translate that in, in, you know, what kind of data can we provide the physician that would then, then they could in turn enable the patient to, um, to navigate that journey that would ultimately improve their health outcomes. Yeah, I never thought about it. I mean, it's true that holistic view on the journey has shifted quite a bit. And kind of thinking about how you can manage that will be absolutely critical going forward. Yes, and I was even going to add, so certainly my commercial colleagues, because if you even think about copay cards and um, things along that line, the, the high deductible plans, which you know we've all been dealing with for a decade plus, but those are increasing in their utility uh, and um, uh, payers are leveraging those. So you have all of these stressors, you know, on the patients and, um, and that is well before we get to, you know, economic parameters and, and others. So, you know, I do believe that, um, you know, the next the, tomorrow, the future uh, really needs to be focused on that patient journey. I love that. Karen, I really love what you guys are doing at ALK. And it's spectacular to see how, you know, the area that you're focused on in medical affairs is actually starting to take a bigger role and starting to shape some of the things that we can do with all that data. If someone wanted to learn more about what you're doing at ALK, where should they get in touch with you? 
Well, medicalaffairs at ALK.net. Um, certainly, uh, I welcome any questions that anyone uh, may have. Um, also, um, I'm on LinkedIn. That's another way to, you know, if there's any questions that um, I can answer. You know, I always, uh, I, it brings me such joy to empower medical affairs professionals because I do think that um, we do have a, a bit of a journey in front of us because we need to, you know, we need to make sure our uh, commercial colleagues and our R&D colleagues are understanding this transformation to what I think, you know, where I think medical affairs is going and needs to be. Yeah, it sounds like there is a new model, a new shift of foot yeah. here, Karen, yeah. and I love it. I love what you yeah. guys are doing. Thank you so much for being on Uncage today. We've been speaking with Karen Rance. She is the head of medical affairs for ALK, which ALK is a global pharmaceutical company. She is formally trained as an allergy, asthma, and immunology specialist. And we've been talking to her about the growth and the shift in the use of medical affairs and what she's doing as a healthcare and patient advocate. Thank you so much for being on Uncage today. And we look forward to having you back. Thank you so much. Cheers.